Hello and welcome to the 12th episode of Inside Music. I'm your host, James Shotwell, and on this week's episode, Adobe Radio founder Tom Chaney. Before we get there, however, I have to tell you a little bit about our sponsor. Inside Music is made possible by Holix, the internet's leading digital promotional distribution platform. Whether you're looking to get your music in front of the press or you want a little help fighting piracy, Holix has the tools you need. For more information and a free 30-day trial, visit www.holix.com. That's www.haulix.com. Okay, let's get to the show. Well, I mean, let's start off pretty simple. Uh, how, how are things today? Are you in New York? I'm in D.C. D.C., okay. Is that where the Adobe headquarters yeah. are? Uh, yes, it is. Ah, all right, all right. How are things in D.C. today? I'm in Boston, so it's not exactly the same weather, but I'm going to guess it's cold. It is cold, but I was in New York over the weekend, and I came back, and it's, and it's, and it's comparatively warm. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Which I think I should travel up north every once in a while just to come back and realize that it's not as cold as it could be. Yeah. I think New York's always a little bit colder. The wind gets trapped in those tall buildings, and it's hard to hard to escape. Yeah, yeah. It's not really. Yeah, it's not really the temperature. It's the wind. Yeah. Because, it, and I wasn't, I wasn't exactly dressed proper appropriately, <laughs> so that didn't help either. I think I saw photos from that trip online because you went to the uh, Glamour Kills Holiday Show, right? Yeah, I did. How, um, how was that? It was awesome. I mean, the bands that played there were incredible. Um, state champs were amazing. Wonder Years, of course. Uh, but there are a lot of great bands that played that night and uh, had a great time. Um, I think I saw. Did you did you actually do some uh, work around it as well? I mean, I'm sure you went to have a good time, but did you you know do some interviews or do some coverage as well? Yeah, we were one of the sponsors, and uh, the Gun Show, of course. Uh, did some pre-coverage and we recorded some interviews for some post-coverage. Um, so met some pretty cool people down there and uh, I think everything went pretty well. We'll find out uh, the gun show airs tomorrow, so we'll see how, how <laughs> we'll see what the results are actually are. <laughs> right now the hopes are high. I'm sure they turned out fine. Right now, right now the hopes are high. Yeah, everything would be all right. And everyone, everyone, I mean. You know, it's a small industry, and everyone's great to work with. So yeah, it's true. Do you it, that's uh, always good? Do you go to a lot of? Do you do a lot of coverage yourself these days, or is this because it was kind of something you sponsored? Or I don't do a lot of coverage. I actually went. Um, I actually got there Saturday and sat on a reading of Panic the Musical. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, they want to. One of one of my friends is uh, is cast in that, and they want an opinion on how the story was going. Um, so Glamour Kills was the next day, so I decided uh, I would stay another day. Uh, you know who doesn't who doesn't like the party? Exactly. Are you a are so, you a big theater person yourself? I I enjoy theater, so <laughs> but it's yeah. Obviously, not as much as music. <laughs> Not as much as music now. <laughs> well, I do want to know. So you mentioned that you're in DC now. Adobe's based out of DC. Are you from DC originally? 
I'm not from DC. I my my dad was in the Air Force, um, so we moved around a lot. <laughs> Every couple of years, uh, I went to high school in Miami. Um, I went to Georgia Tech and Berkeley, UC Berkeley, and I moved to DC back in ninety four. Ninety four. What did you study in college? Yeah, chemical engineering. So nothing related to what we're going to talk about for this interview. Absolutely nothing related to what we're talking about. (laughs) What did you, what did you want to be at the time? (laughs) Um, I want to do research. I mean, I love, I love chemistry. I'm a geek. So Mm -hmm. I love chemistry. I like, I like making things. I like trying to develop, figure out how things are made. And, and uh, I want to be a researcher, but then I realized that, researchers do not research they spend their time raising money to do research (laughs) yes (laughs) which does not seem fun to me okay that's fair enough so so you graduated college with a degree in this in chemical engineering and then when does your interest in the music side of things come up because i know you go to mtv before adobe launches so i don't know anything that happens before mtv for you so what's what's going on then in your Um, life I've always, um, I mean, I've always done stuff with music, like even in high school and even through college, um, you know, it's, it's, it was a hobby and, you know, you went to shows and I was at, I was at Berkeley when Green Day was coming up. So that was, I mean, that's how I got into like, decided, I mean, that genre in the music industry. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, watching shows out in Berkeley was amazing. Um, and just watching people making music just to make music. Yeah. was fun. <laughs> um, but at some point I realized that I didn't want to be an engineer. And um, I had written for um, newspapers, like doing concert reviews and stuff like that. Um, and that's how I got into MTV. I got into MTV on the news side, um, oh, okay. and then I got into the tech. I, then I got to the tech side, and then um, I shifted over to the production side. Um, okay, I follow that. So you started off writing before the MTV thing. So I guess when where does that start? Like, can you do you remember the first piece you wrote and who you wrote it for? I act, I actually don't, it was for Miami Herald. Okay. It was uh, it was like a little high school concert review thing that they picked up, um, and uh, they would give me freelance jobs every now and then. It was right. back in it was back in high school. Oh, um, it's impressive for anybody, but I mean, in high school, uh, impressive. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh no, I, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> You'd made it. <laughs> I made it, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, All right. So you started the Miami Herald, and then you so you freelance for a while, and that that continues through college. Yeah, that continued through college, and I did a couple of like the Berkeley Rags out in California, um, which I don't think anyone ever read. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Uh, so, uh, so during this time, did you have any idea like? I could do this for the rest of my life. Like I could work in this for the rest of my life. Cause you are so you're on a different major. So in the back of your mind, were you kind of like, what if I did this instead? At the time it was just something, you know, to make pizza money. So it wasn't like, 
I didn't think of it as a career. I didn't think about anything in music as a career. And a, a lot of the, I went along with a lot of the kids who were out in Berkeley who, you know, music was something that they did, not something that they made a living from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the kind of mentality that I had also. It was like something you did on the side, something you did for fun, something you shared with people. Um, but at some point, you're going to grow up and, you know, have a, have a job. You're, you're, doing something else. Sadly, we didn't know right. what, but yeah. <laughs> um, so when you graduated, did you did you get a job in the engineering field before you decided to go do something else? Or did that never actually come together post-college? I did. I, I got uh, I got a job as a researcher, which, which as is... I found out was mostly <laughs> writing grants, grant proposals to raise money, um, <laughs> and that lasted about a year and a half until I decided, no, nah, this isn't what I want. <laughs> I, but I think that's a good story for people, though, because I mean, you saw it through. You gave it a chance. You know, you really tried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And well, you know, I've and I tell people this. Um, is that when you go to college, don't go to college because you want a job after college. Go to college because you want to learn. Go to college because you want to meet people. Go to college to you know improve your social skills. Uh, unless you're unless you plan to leave college as a doctor or a lawyer or some something that requires a higher degree than a bachelor's, you're you're looking for the wrong things in college. And I think that comes. There's, I think our education system does such a disservice to high school students to push them to go to college without telling them what college, what they can really get out of it. Um, because everyone seems to think of college as, you know, you get a degree and you get a job. But they'll find out later that most jobs don't really care about your college degree. They care about what sh- they care about you. Well, like they care about your character, they care about what you know, they care about how hard you're willing to work, and the degree itself is just incidental. I really could hopefully, anymore. yeah. <laughs> no, what were you gonna say? Hopefully, what? <laughs> I actually, I don't remember anything, <laughs> but <laughs> sorry, I, I took it from you. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> no problem. <laughs> But you know, you go to college to you go to college to improve yourself, and the things that you learn and the people that you meet are the things that are going to help you out in life beyond the degree that the piece of paper that you get because the piece the piece of paper itself is worthless. <laughs> you know, it really is. It's all about you. Yeah. And that's, I think that's a good way to look at it. I mean, that's kind of the message that I try to tell people is it's its definitely more of a what you do with your time than the fact that you took the time to do it. You know what I mean? Like the fact that you just went to college yeah. isn't going to impress anybody. It's what you did with those four years of time to kind of figure yourself out and figure out what you want to do. Yep. Or at least what you think you want to do, I guess, in your case. Yeah. <laughs> I had fun. I had, I had a great time in college. Yeah. I mean, I learned, I learned a lot, but I also had a great time, and I think I think that's important for anybody. Um, and 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 I don't want to. I mean, I know there are parents out there who are going to hate me for saying this, but some people just don't need to go to college. They don't belong in college. 
It's true. Uh, <laughs> they should just go out and join a job market to do whatever it is they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, or take a couple years off and travel. Um, yep, that's every parent's nightmare right there. That is, that is every parent's nightmare. <laughs> but, it, you know, I, I get I get where they come from when at the age where they went to college, that was a thing that you did to, to graduate and get a job. But now it's become such an industry that the value of the degree itself is, isn't worth any more in a high school diploma. Yeah. I follow what you're saying though. It, it is true. And I think that's only going to become more evident as we keep progressing forward. There's just, there's too much yeah. saturation of college grads with nothing going on. Yep. Um, but let's talk about more about you. I want to know more about you. So you do this job <laughs> for a year and a half after college and then you decide you're going to go do something else. Does MTV come along right away or did you have another industry job before MTV? No, that was I, MTV came along right away. It's, because I've been in touch with um, the staff over there, like during my time free, uh, freelancing, and at some point in DC, I, I reached out and says, "I'm not having a good time. I'm like, you know, uh, I'm life isn't life isn't going the way I expected, and I need to do something else." And um, so my friends over there set me up, and uh, I got a job uh, writing news, writing and researching news. What time? Like, do you? When was this? Uh, this was back in 97. 97. That's a good time for MTV. They got a lot of stuff going on back then. I, I remember yeah, MTV in 97. <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch MTV in 1997. So that's, that's, must be, that has to be crazy for you. So you get on a news, so are you doing mostly online stuff or are you writing for their news segments or what, it, what kind of work? I, I do a lot more of the research stuff. So I'll do fact checking. Um, so, you know, I'll, I'll call people up and, you know, try to make sure the stories are right. And when reporting was reporting. <laughs> of course, it's entertainment reporting, so, you know, still not quite reporting. But but at least, we, we, you know, we try to get things right. <laughs> did you ever get to interact with the great Kurt Loader during this time? Yeah, I did. He's, he was incredible. Um, <laughs> it's just, he's he's so smart and so sharp. And I'm pretty sure he insulted me several times that I didn't quite get at the time. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great story. I mean, Kurt Loader is probably one of my people where if I could interview anybody, I I would love to pick his brain. So I'm just like, in in MTV 97, the first thing I think of is Kurt Loader. Like, he used to be the man for news. (laughs) He's he's absolutely the man for news. And, I mean, there's such a – he was the integrity of the MTV News Department. I think without him – um, it would be just another entertainment outlet where you churned out, you know, press releases from 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 PR companies. You know. Mm. Okay, I follow. Yeah. I mean, he brought he brought he brought a certain knowledge and credibility that that you don't get otherwise. Mm. Yeah. No. And I you're 100 percent on the money. I can't. There's a there's a big period in my life where a lot of the bands I discovered were through like his little news segments and things like that. And I, and that's not something that I really find in news anymore, either from MTV or from other outlets as well. Like he just, he had a way to do it that worked really well. And I always remember that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you learned a ton from him during this time as well as other people at the company. 
but you seem to yeah. have a pretty big role yourself. You were there for a few years before Adobe takes off, right? Yeah, back and around '99, I moved into the tech department. Okay. Um, so I started doing more as I do more computer related and IT related stuff there, and that's actually how Adobe got started because at the time they wanted. Um, I'm telling this story now because I think the statute of limitations is over. <laughs> at the time, they wanted to figure out how to stream music on the website. Um, so I did research to figure out, like, you know, what kind of streaming technologies were available, how they could do it. And remember, at this time, people were still using, like, modems to connect to the Internet. Oh, wow. <laughs> so streaming, even, even MP3, streaming MP3 to a modem was kind of, you know, uh, DSL was just starting to take off, but not a lot of people had it. So you still had to figure out that everyone was using like a modem to connect to the internet. Mm-hmm. So I did research on various types of technologies that, that you could use to stream music. Um, and after that was done, um, I, I, uh, I was using Shoutcast and Live 365. Um, at the time, there was a piece of software on the Mac called SoundJam, which Apple bought and became iTunes, um, which you could use to stream music. Um, so that's how Adobe got started. I just I wanted to like you know let's see the let's let's see what I can do here. Let's see if I can like you know show people new music. Um, yeah, what, what... and see where it went. I can't imagine trying to figure that out when you have to assume most people have at best 56k modems. Oh, we were streaming at like 24 kbps. Yeah, so that was <laughs> that was like barely barely phone quality. <laughs> yeah, it, it would definitely. That's what I was. The first thing I thought of was like how low the quality of those files had to be to stream at that point. 24 kbps. <laughs> <laughs> Which pretty much saturated a 28 kbps modem. Uh, it's like you're using the entire bandwidth to stream music. They can't possibly do anything else while they're listening. I I was we were talking around the Holix offices the other day about the early days of like music piracy and stuff. And I was thinking about when people first started to stream music online and people would rip those digital streams that they would have to be ripping like a 24 uh 24 quality yep. stream of a file and uploading that rip to like a torrent site and that was what people shared and it's like oh it makes you shiver <laughs> the quality was so horrendous but the thing <laughs> but the thing was people loved it anyways which yeah. just goes to show that you know people enjoy music no matter how terrible the quality is <laughs> yeah they still want it it's strange quality matters to a point <laughs> Um, yeah, which is which I which I find like amazing with some of the new um, adventures that are, are out that are um, that are trying to get people to like enjoy you know music as good as it is in the studio. I said people don't care. People are listening to it on an MP3 player with crappy headphones. It's mm-hmm. like they can't hear it even if, even if, even if the sounds in the file they can't hear it because. It, they're listening to the earbuds that they got with their MP3 player. Exactly. That they got with their iPhone or their Android player. So, <laughs> and it's, it, I mean, it, to me, it's, it's also amazing because that's how I listen to music a lot of time. And then I come home and I do put on a pair of good earphones or of good headphones. And I go, oh, hey, 
there are drums there I'd never heard before. It's like, oh, this is cymbal. Like, are those strings? <laughs> it's yes. like you hear things in the music that I know that you, you know the writers would appreciate you you noticing, but they're completely lost when you know you're out in the street listening on headphones. Yeah, you make a good point, and I don't. And that's the thing that I guess those companies hope people don't figure out is like, uh, you can stream it in 4K, but it's not going to come through in 4K. But if you don't know that, <laughs> then maybe they'll buy it. <laughs> I mean, the, I mean, we say we say MP3, but most people are listening to AAC now. That's true. Um, and but the thing is, 128 AAC. Most people could not distinguish between that and a uh, you know twenty four bit sound file. Yeah, they just they most people just can't. I mean, some people don't have the ear for it. Some people don't care. Most people don't care. I don't think. So I think people like trying to raise millions of dollars to give you studio quality sound. I think they're wasting their money. The number of audio files hasn't increased significantly from now to you know, back when there were eight tracks. <laughs> yeah, you make a great point. And I, I think that it's silly. I've, I've actually tried a couple of those services because they'll, they'll send me offers to test them out. And every time I'm just like, it's not that great. Even I'm somebody that likes high quality music, but I'm just like, it's it's not so much different that you're going to get me to pay an extra $20 a month. Uh, yeah, I mean. Every time. And a lot of music, it doesn't I, really I, matter. <laughs> A lot of music, it doesn't matter. Um, and like I said, like you and me who enjoy listening to high-quality music, it still doesn't matter because at the end of the day, you know, you just want to hear the music. And you're not, you're not, it's not an immersive experience. You're not sitting in a room with surround sound speakers, you know, reclining on a couch just listening to music. I mean, people don't do that. We do that sometimes, but yes. that's not how we listen to music most of the time. We listen to music while we're doing something else. So we're not paying attention to the quality of the music. We're using the music to entertain ourselves as we work, as we watch television, mm -hmm. as we play games. So and I think I think I think I think they're wasting their time and their their money. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. I, I'm interested about the early days of Adobe. So you do the research for MTV and then you decide to try this thing on your own. Now, when you first started, do you bring it up to everyone at MTV or is it just kind of the thing you do when you're not working or what's, how's it start? No, it's just some, it's just something I do when I get home. <laughs> I'll, you know, I'll, I'll find, I'll find a new band and I'll, I'll play it, you know, so uh, there, there are 14 people listening. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, no, I, I just, it was just something I did on the side. Okay. Um, so I would find, I would find some, I was, I would find some obscure band that I liked and just play it and mm -hmm. see how many, if there were any reactions at all. How long from the launch to when you leave MTV? Um... I actually like left full time at MTV back in 2000. Okay. Although I went, I still went back for special projects. All right, so so, so that's like a, maybe a year, a little less than a year after launching 
Adobe? Yeah. And then what do you do yeah. then? Or do you have another gig on the side that you're doing full time? I did. I um, I was hired to uh, do IT um, programming, and IT at a company called Carney Interactive, um, and then I started a company with uh, a couple friends called Dragonfly Communications. Um, and after that, I went to work for Natural Geographic. Just, and just cool. That's when, <laughs> <laughs> and after that, I decided, you know. That was about the time where I decided, you know, Adobe has gotten really big. I think, I think we can make this a real company. So, so, and, what, so what year is that? Uh, 2011. Oh, wow. Okay. So there's like a decade there where you're working on other things while Adobe's growing. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then that's when I approach like, um, Joel from Good Charlotte um, and Chuck and Seth from Simple Plan um, and, it's, and you know I sold them on the idea that this is we have an audience this is big this is something you know we can make a good company so they're they're my they're my investors they're my co-owners for Adobe so which is geeky in a fun fanboy kind of way yeah <laughs> Those guys were kind of just starting to rise up I mean, when Adobe it, was launching, and now they're able to help yeah, keep it yeah. going. <laughs> exactly. It was like those were the guys. Those were the guys whose music I was promoting when I started Adobe, and now they're helping me out and making Adobe a serious, you know, an actual company that has employees and payroll. <laughs> <laughs> How many employees does Adobe have? Uh, we have five full time. Um, five part-time and a bunch of uh, volunteer writers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which are really the backbone of, I don't know, every music website today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the stable of free writers. So that's, I like that you give them credit. Not everyone gives them credit. You'd be surprised. Um, it's, it's, but I, <laughs> you have to. I mean, first of all, they're giving up their, they're giving up their time. And they're giving up their. Pa I mean, they're you're 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 using their passion to to grow the, to grow your business. Um, so a you have to give them credit for what they do, and b this is the, this is hopefully a launching pad for them to go off and do other things. Like you know, we have ex uh, ex writers who's gone on to work at Big Picture Media, who's gone on you know to start PR companies, and so. We want to, we want to like give them the credit they deserve so that they can go out, and, you know, do something with it. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to talk about the program. So I, I would like to talk a little bit about Adobe today, but we, we touched on this a little bit. I'd like to know about the days when, so you, 2011, you kind of step off. That's when you kind of go to Adobe full time. Like, what was that like for you? You spent at this point. You've been working in the professional realm for over a decade, and you have this project that starts as like a hobby on the side, and it's and then you have this day where you're like, okay, maybe this can be what I do full time. Like, what's what's that realization for you like as a creator and a person who's had all these other ventures kind of develop over time? Like for Adobe to be the one that more or less takes off. Um, I'm not. Sure. I mean. I'm not really sure how to answer that. It's just, 
it just felt right at the time. Um, I mean, I've always been sort of independent. I've always been that voice that in the company that says, you know, push the envelope. Mm-hmm. So having the freedom to, to do things my way, I, this was, this was, this was my chance to prove that because when you're in a company and you give people ideas about things to do, sometimes they say yes, sometimes they say no. But now here was my chance where I made all the decisions and I get to figure out whether I'm right or I'm just full of shit. You know? <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> uh, what do you think is, um, what do you think is your greatest accomplishment with Adobe so far? Is there something you're most proud of? I think the best thing about Adobe is that I hope that we introduce a bunch of people to amazing music. Mm -hmm. And, you know, beyond anything else we do, I mean, business is business but the core of what we are is finding a new band and hopefully helping them break and that's been that's the core of what Adobe is so we hope to find like you know we hope to we hope you can find the next good Charlotte uh, Adobe we hope you can find the next Simple Plan the next Sum 41 the next good uh, Fall Out Boy you know mm-hmm. whoever it is we hope that we are the ones who, who, are, who can introduce it to you know a new audience. Do you feel like uh, you've got some of those artists right now? Has anyone come to mind as maybe the 2015 artist to break to watch? Um, I hope so. I mean, <laughs> I kind of put you on the spot. Of, a lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out. Well, if I can, if I answer this, if it's if it's completely self-serving, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a band I'm helping. There's a band I'm helping out called The Big Time. Okay, um, I saw you tweet about I them think, a few times now. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've, I mean, I've been helping him out a lot. So and I, that's one of the things. Is this publicity or is this just self-serving? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes in the music industry, things become. Things become big because you just have people pushing it to become big and not necessarily on the merit of whether it should become big. Um, and I, that's something that's always like in a part of my mind that that goes, do you, do you break bands because they're good or do you break bands because you just get a bunch of people to a bunch of key people to tell people that it's big? Are you convincing the audience it's big because they're good or are you convincing the audience it's big because you told them it is? Mm. So. I think that's a great question. I'm I, not sure. But I think it's worth repeating because I, I have that challenge a lot. I mean, especially as people that work in like journalism and we see it all the time where a, a great band that a lot of people try to get behind never really get the exposure they deserve, though they're great and they're considered like critical darlings. But then another band that just has, mm-hmm. seems to have the right budget and the right placements blows up regardless of having a mediocre album. Right. And it's kind of like, well, why why do you get to headline? Because you could afford more space in this magazine or is it because you actually are a better group? Right. <sighs> 
I mean, I guess the answer is I, the answer is somewhere in between. The yeah. answer is both. Some <laughs> bands break because they're great, and some bands break because you just have a lot of money behind it. The right amount of money will buy just about anything. It's it's true. It's sad, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that's a whole other conversation. Um, that's way far away from radio. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Um, I do. I am interested in like what's going on with Adobe right now because I feel like you guys have a lot of great shows and you have a lot of good tie-ins with bands that have a lot of influence in the alternative music scene. So I'm kind of interested in what you have on deck for 2015 or even 2016. Like, what's the next big step for Adobe in terms of growth or evolution? Um, we're going. We're growing our core station, which is Adobe Radio. Um, which is more pop punk, pop rock, however you want to define it. Um, and we've got a bunch of shows that we're developing that we think are going to be great fits for it. Um, we have a shows that are coming back. Um, the ones we're developing, I can't really talk about right now because <laughs> we're not sure like if it's going to happen. Fair it's, it's always one of those things where it's always one of those things where you talk to people and they're into it um, and things like it's going to work out until the last bit where they start, where they, they realize that, yeah, I'm going to be on tour for, you know, six months. I don't have time to do this. <laughs> so there's, it's never, it's never real until, you know, it's been recorded <laughs> sort of thing. But we have shows that we're developing. Um, we're going to start to do more videos. Um, we have, um, a series called Live and Local where that we started uh, a couple months ago. Um, and we're going to try to do once a month and we're going to bring in like local and regional bands to DC, um, and do acoustic sessions at our, at our office here, uh, in DC. Uh, we're going to use that to launch, um, a video series and we're working on like, you know, more shorts and entertainment types style things that we can do on the website. Mm. Um, we also have Adobe Howl, which is our hardcore station. Um, and Adobe Anthem, which is our indie station that just launched uh, last month. So 2015 is going to be a busy year. <laughs> it seems like it. Uh, it seems like multimedia, even beyond radio is like a big focus for moving forward for you guys video content and yeah, other stuff. Why, why is that? Do you just think that is that, I mean, obviously there's a growing demand for video content, but do you think that you could see it? Cause your video content reached the point where we have like a constant stream of Adobe stuff. Could we have an Adobe YouTube channel? That's just, I mean, you have one already, but maybe something that streams news updates and kind of brings the, the radio side to the world of a video. Uh, yeah. Um, we're actually working with AP magazine um, to do uh, daily daily news on the station and weekly news on our websites. Uh -huh. um, so working with AP with the staff from APTV um, to do some video stuff. That makes me happy. Um, <laughs> that's 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 one thing that I feel like it, that's a very obvious niche that needs to be filled. And I was like, any first person that figures it out is like it's golden because it's such a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So, yeah, I mean, video is, is just an obvious thing. And we have our, my staff is full of creative people who have ideas for things we want to do. Um, and now that we have Adobe Radio on a nice foundation, we can use it to support all of our wild ass ideas. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least half. At least, at least half. I hope we're good. <laughs> That's good, though. I mean, it has to be nice knowing that you kind of have, like you said, a foundation where it's like, okay, we can we can try some things. We can be a little more creative. Yeah. Take some risks. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. I mean, Adobe's always been about. I mean, Adobe's always been, you know, about taking risks, and you know, it, it, it was it was risky itself when it launched in '99. You know, who wants to, who's going to stream music to people listening on a modem? But people listened. <laughs> I was amazed that people listened. Um, so we, we we do try to push things, um, but. I've always done it on, you know, a low key way, mostly because it was a hobby and anything that I did came out of my pocket. So, but now that, now that we have a stronger foundation, we can bring in like all the people that we think can make amazing entertainment for people. So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see where it goes. Well, I certainly think you're, you're on the right track this far. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to know what your thoughts are on this. We do a lot of outreach to people that are trying to get into the music industry and people that are trying to kind of get their foot wet with how it all works and stuff like that. So as somebody who has had a lot of roles and you've also kind of helped bring Adobe to the forefront, you've seen, you've helped a lot of people get their start in music. Like what piece of advice do you give to young people when they're like, Oh, I want to do this. I want to work in music or I want to work in internet radio or what, what, what's your advice? Um, my advice is to be a little harder working than the person next to you. Um, <laughs> to, <laughs> no, you're right. You're you know, right. It's a lot of, there, there, there are a lot of people, there are a lot of people with great ideas. There are a lot of people with great aspirations, but there are a lot of people who don't want to work for it. So work harder, you know, be, don't be afraid to take risks. Um, no is not an impediment to success because people telling you no doesn't make you any worse off than you were before. Well, if they say yes, you could you create something amazing. If they say no, you're in the same place you were before. So don't be afraid that someone's going to say no to you. Um, so just work hard at what you want. Um, be 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 a be a good person. Be a nice person. I mean, this is more. This is this is for the bands that are out there. It's like at the end of the day, music is. And I'll probably get shit for saying this, but all music is the same, and the people that we decide to push are the people that we like. Because if you have, you know album it's it's a little easier for us because you know we're in that radio we have room for more things but if you're trying to if you're trying to get attention at a radio station they have so much room if you're trying to get attention in a newspaper or magazine they only have so much room to promote something if they have to decide between two bands 
they're going to pick the one where they like the people. So if you're going to be shitty, like no one's going to want to help you. I think those are good. I think that's good advice, man. Solid on both fronts. We always, we like to say the phrase, don't be a dick. It's kind of like the golden rule. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you, you want, you want to help people you like, you know? Definitely. Is, uh, well, this is probably the obvious next question, but, uh, if people are interested, Adobe has internships and such available, I'm sure, but do you have any openings right now at Adobe? Is Adobe looking to grow the team in any other ways? Um, we are, um, we're right now, we're like right now, now we're not hiring, but we will be like in the next couple of months. Mm. Um, so we're looking for, we're looking for writers. We're looking for, um, uh, I think we're full up on photographers, but I'm not sure. Um, Matt Vogel handles most of that. So. This is one thing. This that's one of the things. That's one of the hardest things about starting a company is learning how to let go and letting other people do their job. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Um, uh, but yeah, we're we're definitely looking for people. Um, so yeah, hit us up. Uh, the email is intern at iw dot com. Um, send your resume and what you want to do and. Uh, and if we have uh, enough room for you all, we'll get in touch. Well, that's great. I mean, thanks for sharing that information with our listeners. I do want to ask you, I mean, we've talked about Adobe a lot this uh, conversation, but I want to know, ask, ask you personally, I mean, we're getting to the end of 2014 year. How, is, how, how has the year been for you? I mean, what are, what are some of your big accomplishments for the year? Are you happy with how the year has gone? I think 2014 has been an amazing year. Um, we started working um with a lot of other companies we i mean we partnered with apmas um as their official radio station uh we uh partnered with warp tour as their official radio station uh, both of those things we hope to continue in 2015 so it it's been an amazing you know second year for for quote unquote second year for adobe radio <laughs> <laughs> okay in terms of growth <laughs> <laughs> that's so, good that's good uh what are you most excited about in the new year we've talked about a lot about what you're coming up but on it for on a personal note i mean i'm sure you have something that you look forward to a little bit more than everything else um we are breaking news we're launching an edm station uh, <laughs> awesome in the new year makes that's sense what, that's what that's what we that's what a bunch of us have been working on uh this month um, what's so it, you've been reaching out to EDM artists. What's it called? And, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> now that, <laughs> uh, you completely forgot to stop because I completely forgot what we called it. <laughs> Give me a second. I'll remember. Um, I'm guessing it begins with Adobe. That, <laughs> It, it, it does begin with that. <laughs> I thought maybe it'd help um, you if I was like, I do it. Which, <laughs> um, I'm going to cheat here <laughs> and uh, look up our production logos. <laughs> I can't forget. I, I can't believe I forgot the name of it already. <laughs> 
This is what everyone loves on a, a podcast and yeah. radio. The awkward silence. Air. Yeah. I was like, I'll give him um, a second and then I'll try to like read it back for him. No, it's cool. If you can't find it, that's all right. People can look forward to it. Are, do you know when it's launching yet? Uh, we're launching in January. Oh, that's great. So that's right around the corner. It is right around the corner. Like two weeks away. Don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, apparently this month, to... this month has this month has flown by so quickly. It really has. Until I just realized that that was like two weeks away when I said that out loud, I was like, "Oh, I have a lot of things I need to get accomplished before the end of the month. I guess I need to get cracking on all that stuff." The holidays have thrown me way off. It has, and 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 December is just one of those weird months where things just fly by and everyone's on vacation. And you're, you're trying to get things done and everyone closed down, you know, yeah. back on Thanksgiving. Yeah, everyone's already kind of checked out. Uh, well, I do appreciate you coming on the show. I know you're looking up that logo and I'll, I'll try to keep talking while you have fi- time to find it. But I, I've appreciated you telling us the Adobe story because I've been a listener to Adobe for a long time but I never really knew who was behind it. And then when I found out that we were going to do this interview, I realized that at least from what I found, you haven't done a ton of interviews in the past about the company and its origins. So I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I'm thankful that you decided to come on the show and tell the story with us. Uh, no, uh, I tend to be very low key and, you know, kind of stand in the background. Um, I haven't done like personal interview. I mean, I haven't, interviewed bands myself in a while mm-hmm. and when we first started i did a lot but you know i have guns now so why <laughs> do i need to interview bands anymore it's true um people love guns the bdm station name by the way is called electra <laughs> okay i do be electra i like it that's a i'm sure it'll make everyone forget about the jennifer garner movie with the same name of course, absolutely. <laughs> Everything is original, and we created it. <laughs> well, um, I do thank you for coming on, though, Tom. It's it's been great talking to you today. Um, I'm excited. It's been great s- talking to you. <laughs> I'm excited to see everything yeah, it's been you guys great have talking to you. We're gonna talk yeah. over each other a lot. It's fine. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's been it's been, it, it's been great talking to you. Uh, I, I hope I didn't make this too boring. <laughs> oh no no you're great you did great don't even worry about it uh people tune in to listen to people talk about the music industry if it's not at least a little boring at times then we probably aren't talking about business very much it's just it's just kind of how that goes <laughs> but you you have a lot of exciting things going on with adobe and I, i'm sure everyone will stay in tune with that and you're on you're on twitter you're adobe tom on twitter adobe tom on twitter and uh, you're also on facebook of course yes. Uh, so people can yeah. follow you and check you out on all that stuff. And you might be at shows. If people follow you on Twitter, you post, you post photos from events and things you go to. So you never know. You might be, you might be standing in the back of the venue next time someone's at a concert. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for taking time to talk to me again. Uh, I'll make sure we'll get the word out about everything you have going on. And uh, best of luck with everything you have in 2015. Thank you. All right, man. You have a great day. You too. All right. Thanks, Al.